Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With a combined 50 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So, pop in your AirPods and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. So, as as anyone who has spent any amount of time in in Korea knows, of course, there's a lot of English these days in in Korean, right? I mean, there's there's so much, and and it's interesting when we start looking at what what's the difference between you know Konglish and just English and what's Korean. But there's there's so much English in in Korean, and we'll talk about that. I want to get to that in a little bit. But the reason I want to talk about this is because not only is there a lot of English in Korean, but English, a language famous for for taking everything from everywhere, has just this year, officially, according to the Oxford Dictionary, added 25, 26 Korean words one of the first times, which is kind of cool that Korean is officially becoming English at this point. There's official words. Um, I, I'm curious, do you guys want to try and guess what some of the the words are that have become English? What I words mean, do you think are, are Korean? One of them has got to be K-pop, right? I mean, yeah, there's well, so one of them is just the the K something. So okay. the K K-drama, pop itself. K-pop, no, actually, like that. yeah, exactly. Okay. Just K dash is one of the ones that was adding. So K, K-pop, K-drama. Actually, K-drama is itself listed. For some reason, K-pop isn't. But K-drama is. I don't know why those are separate. Well, but I mean, yeah, if, so that's, if, that's if, one. if somebody says K-drama, we know that they're not talking about a Kazakh drama or uh you know <laughs> but Kurdistan, uh you know pop music or something like that so yeah the, the of your, your K countries it's been taken it's been <laughs> yeah taken. it's been taken that letter is spoken for yeah yep yep so that's one is the the k version what, what else what else you got any other guesses uh well kimchi I mean, that's got to be, uh, that was probably already in there a long time ago. That right? was probably already there because it's not yeah. on this list. So that was yeah. likely already there. But on that note, there are quite a few foods. I'll give you that hint. There are a few foods that have been mentioned. So if you want to try and guess, guess foods. Bibimbap. Bibimbap. Oh, yeah. Um, that's got to be. Bibimbap. Actually, no, it's not. That might have, again, already have been there. I don't have a full list of everything. Bibimbap's got to be there. Is... What about bulgogi? I mean, bulgogi's bulgogi is. Bulgogi is. Yeah. Yes, bulgogi is, yeah. is one of them. Um, galbi, uh, galbi? Uh, actually, yep, yeah, that's that's there. Galbi's okay. there. Yeah, I think bulgogi um, would come before bibimbap. It's like you know teriyaki. Like there's been mm-hmm. like bibimbap seems like a newer kind of import to the states. I don't know. Bulgogi. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget when I was first here in Korea and back when I you know knew zero Korean. I was teaching at a hagwon. One of the little kids, I was teaching you know, a young kid, Hagwan, and we were talking about food. He was like, bulgogi. And I was just learning enough to know that bul meant fire and gogi meant meat. And I'll never <laughs> forget this, this little, like, yeah, this, this little, like, elementary school kid, probably second grade or something, just in the classroom screaming, fire meat! Just cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Once he, he made the connection as well. I, I so, love yeah, the... Bulgogi's uh, in there, Galbi's there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, in the food, like, what about soju then? Uh, so do I know is is not, but that was probably already there. For other foods, there's samgyeopsal there. and kimbap are the other foods. Kimbap. Oh, and japchae. Oh, oh japchae yeah, as well. Right. Interesting. People, okay. people digging into japchae. Yeah, right. So, um, any 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 other guesses? 
Um, well, let's get like out, outside of the domain of food. You mean like, in, yep. uh, um, okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm guessing like the how you, you know, kind of thing. How you is one. Yeah. So like, is one, like, what about itself. like Gangnam? Like that's the name, like Gangnam style, uh, but, you know? See, I, I, Cause I think that's just more of a name. So yeah. it's not like a word. It's a proper right? noun. It doesn't... So it's not really. Yeah. Yeah. Although I mean, Kimbap is a proper noun as well, but in this case, it's a place name as opposed to, I don't know how they define, how they decide on these words, but yeah. no, Gangnam wasn't on the list, but those are. Okay. Um, one, if you watch Korean, because we, you know that Korean dramas are becoming very popular globally as well. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of interesting words, there, there's three. And the reason I'm pointing out that there's three is interesting is because there should be four, but for some reason, one of them wasn't added. So there's, there's three words, Nuna, Opa, and Unni were added, oh. which are, you know, for anyone who's listening, those are the words basically for older brother and older sister, if you're a man or a woman, depending on what you say. Because, you know, there's so many, like, you know, dramas, and they're always talking to their you know, older friends, and they use those words. And I'm really surprised that the word young, older brother for a man, is not in there. Yet yeah. Nuna is, which is older sister for a man. So wait, um, and, you're telling and, me that Nuna is in now in the Oxford English Dictionary? Yes, Nuna, Opa, and Unni are all. That is, in, uh, they that's are really bizarre English to me. words now. Wow, those are English words now. Okay, I know. So now, oh. when I, I don't have to define those anymore for our listeners because it's English, you, you should just know what I'm talking about at this point, right? Yeah, you're right. Um, what you don't speak English? Come on, people. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's those which I think makes those make a lot of sense because you know there's there's dramas are going around. Um, mukbang is one which I don't like the spelling. Yes. Of how they did that. M-U-K. Right. I, I think that's weird, but whatever. So mukbang, of course, is one. Um, skinship. I thought was was interesting. Skinship is one of the words. The, that got skinship added. always to me when I heard that the first time, it sounds way dirtier than it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like it just yeah. sounds super dirty. It's like oh man, and then you yeah, find the, out what it is. It's like oh okay, it's like holding. The definition hands, right? here is touching or close physical contact between people, and that's it. So yeah, it could <laughs> right, be touching right. hand. It could be holding hands. Yeah, it could I, be just was, you know putting your hand like, on someone's shoulder. This was a concept that was introduced to me when I first arrived in Korea by a foreigner. Mm. He said uh, he was just trying to explain some of the nuances and things that that were you know it's like week one of being on the ground, and this person had lived here for I think two years, and he, I wouldn't say he was like fascinated with this idea, but it was like one of his favorite concepts was skinship. It's like, well, what is that? That's like that's the difference between like knowing somebody like, Hey, he's a really good friend or like a friend that you would give a hug to like, Oh, there's like, there's like, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a couple thing. It's not, it's not a romantic. Uh, I thought skinship is like, is, was the equivalent of like PDA public display of affection. Am I, this is, this is my interpretation from a guy from a decade ago, (laughs) but um, right, and maybe yeah. he just wanted, maybe he just wanted to hug me. You know, <laughs> I think he was. Yeah. So, no, no, no. A, I, I'm sure that you're probably you're probably right too. I, 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 don't know. I, I, I don't uh, think it's necessarily romantic. Like, okay, okay. It's kind I, of I like, like when you see. Okay, if you go out at night and you're in, like, if you go to like Hongdae, um, you'll see guys that have you know put a couple of pints in them and they're walking like with their arms around each other's shoulders. That's not a gay couple necessarily. Probably. Right. I don't want to say probably, but maybe is not. Most likely not. You'll see that very often. And I was told that's a type of skinship. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I agree that that is a type of skinship, but whenever I hear the word skinship used, it always seems to be between men and women only. And okay. so maybe it depends that's on the time you're using wrong. it. Like, I mean, that's, that's where I, I, I get the same feeling that Jack had as well, where like two guy friends with their, you know, drinking at night and they're just like, I love you, man. Like, I agree. That feels like skinship, you know, quotation marks, skinship. But I don't think that my Korean friends used it that way. Whereas, or two girls holding hands walking on the street as well. Whereas like, you know, a couple holding hands or, or kissing on the corner or whatever, that would be like, oh, too much skinship. For that and and i could be wrong but that's how i've always heard it used at at least so so skinship is a word um, no i'm looking up more. uh just oh. just uh i'm looking right now this is urban dictionary so take it with a grain of salt and this is um the this is it says korean in korea the term skinship is used to describe the act of intimate non-sexual touching between very close usually same sex but can be include both genders platonic friends it involves acts such as holding hands, arms, hugging, and kissing on the cheek. Sometimes it even goes deeper. Um, and it's not unusual to see Koreans walking and holding hands with each other, even if they're not in a relationship. That just means they have a deep skinship with each other. Okay. Oh, that's well, weird. I stand, because I, stand I mean, I've definitely man. had, yeah. yeah, I've definitely seen it used with mixed gender groups. And they're saying, saying it's it not used this is, mixed gender. Uh, the way it's said, but, it yeah, was, either way. the term is used to describe the act of intimate non-sexual touching between very close, usually same sex, but can include both genders. Also, that's right. in the dictionary. So take that with a grain of salt. No, no. I mean, because <laughs> so. that makes sense because, you, like, you know, you would see, like, for example, I had a friend who was uh, uh, a Chinese immigrant in Canada and, uh, you know, in, in, in the Chinese uh, immigrant students would walk down the hallways, you know, same sex um, uh, pe- uh, students would be holding hands, you know, like guys would be holding hands walking down. And the Canadian students would, you know, of course, bully them. And, you know, how, you know, how could you do that or whatever? And Canadians? Uh, I-, I thought they were nice. Well, I mean, they're high school kids, right? You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, all, you, all is, that, is that your boyfriend? Or, you know, this, the, 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 you know, this is. This is 10, 15 years ago when, uh, you know, there was. So anyway, it's just like uh, uh, apparently it's it's a it's a word for that kind of closeness, that intimacy. Right. that's like non-sexual. I, I guess I'd always right. put put it together as like PDA, but that must be something else then. So, yeah, that's generally how I've seen it as well. But I guess it can go either way. Um, so then just the last couple of fun words that I think are interesting on here um, is uh, wait. Oh, Konglish, of course, is now officially a word. Oh, okay. But that makes that makes sense. Um, fighting? Fighting is oh. now a word. But not, not fighting like, I'm going to fight you, or those people are fighting on the corner. But like, you know, you can do it. Like, fighting, the way Korean people say it. Yeah, like, let's go. Like, yeah, yeah. Get, her, um, get her done. Yeah, but do you have to... Uh, excitement or support. Do you uh, have to pronounce it the Korean way, though? Do you have to say fighting? It just says, it just says fighting. That's okay. it. Just okay. just fighting. No, oh, so like no, in no English. Fighting. So so yeah. So it's like in Korean. Yeah, it's it fighting. Two ways in Korean, right? Because it can be hua or or uh, pa, right? Yeah, yeah. It right. could be fighting or fighting. You know. Yeah. So, but in English, when it so when it, no it, that word getting that word, so that word got like into Korean, kind of bastardized. And now it's coming back into English. Right, and right. And we are pronounced, it's pronounced with an F. 
in the in the dictionary now. Yeah, and actually, Ryan, something that is interesting about that, my wife learned a while ago that fighting actually came into Korean not from English, but from Japanese. Okay, <laughs> Which doesn't make any Jeez. sense because I mean, and 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 we can talk about this in a minute, bit where how Korean like now there's a lot of English coming into Korean, but it used to be a lot of Japanese coming into Korean. And I think that the Japanese, like back during wartime and stuff, or maybe even before that, before the war, they were adopting a lot more American culture at the time. And so apparently, like fighting was in Japanese, and then it came into Korean. Like actually, so, my, so the nuance to the nuance of it meaning like get her done, let's go, keep at it, like like rah rah, that, that was, you know, it's yeah, a cheer, yeah, you know, yeah, right. So that's from that's Japan. That nuance comes yeah. from Japan, and then it got brought to Korea. Is that what you're from saying? Minus, like another another example of the same Far thing. Out. Actually, the way my my father-in-law, because you know, if you speak to like really older people, a lot of times they'll still have more Japanese words. And I can't give any other examples at the moment, but I've heard a couple. I could think of one of like uh, Tori Tang and Dak Bokum Tang, right? Like like uh, some maybe. Korean people don't like to say Dak Tori Tang because that's mm. the that's the Japanese word for the dish. And so they say, no, you have to say duck bokum tongue, you know? There's, yeah, there's another word that my friends would use for when a meeting, when you're, when you were done all hanging out, like when dinner was done, you'd be like, let's go. But I can't remember the word. And it was a Japanese word as well. Maybe it'll come to me later. But the one that my yeah. father-in-law uses is um, the word for underwear. He often says pants. Um, pants. Uh, and, <laughs> and that definitely comes from the Japanese. I mean, if you ever watched any anime and I've watched a, a bit of anime one piece is fantastic and they often do say pensa in there and so that word actually came from english because pants you know it but that moved into to japanese and then into but Korean. also the word panty is underwear in korean as well yeah that's all underwear in korean which is really weird when i went to the store and i'm like i need underwear They're like oh panties are that way i'm like i don't have panties I, just, <laughs> yeah, I, I need some boxers bro the, <laughs> like like when as soon as i heard the word panty in korean and i realized it just applied across the board i just thought of like the revenge of the nerds or something you know like a panty raid you know it was like it's such I, a like it's it's a it's almost like a sexualized word another very English, old reference you know? from jack but <laughs> so, I know, yeah. There's obviously yeah, no re reference. Revenge of the nerds. Uh, yeah, I'm aging myself here, but um, so yeah, then yeah. the last the last two examples before we can move into to Korean, um, and I think these are these are great ones. Are is daybok? You know daybok. Uh, daybok is like uh, cool. It's like awesome. It's like yeah, that's awesome. rad. That's like yeah. ah daybok. Um, yeah, and and the way it's used is it's it's basically just it's almost saying it to yourself. You wouldn't say like that is rad. You wouldn't say, that is daybok. You would never say it that way. It's just like oh daybok, oh cool. It's like you're talking to yourself, is the way that's used. And then maybe my favorite word on the list is chimek. Hmm. Chimek is now an English word. Finally, chimek. finally. In Wait, chicken I, and beer. I'm having a oh chimek. oh chimek. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's I like that. I like that. Um, that's worth talking about in, in, in the podcast here for for listeners. So for people that are kind of new to the language, or maybe that's why you've tuned in um, new to the language, new to the culture. One thing Korea is excellent at, and I love this. Some people don't. They, they think it's um, kind of like breaking language. But you guys already know what I'm going to say. Like Korea will invent a word when there isn't a word. Yeah. And people people will support that very quickly. And it's usually... <laughs> taking like if you have a two-syllable word and a two-syllable word 
you just grab one syllable from the first word, one syllable from the other word, and you smash that baby together. And you it's got a, a, uh, a portmanteau. Is that uh, I believe is what the I think that I think it's, yeah. Is, yeah. Right? yeah yeah portmanteau. Yeah yeah. That's yeah. actually that's kind of funny. My my family was just asking me about this because I've got a cousin who's in high school now, and so I was talking to my aunt. And she was like, oh, there's all these crazy slang words. Like, you know what this means and this means and it's all these crazy stuff. And it, it's interesting how English slang is often using a word that already exists, but giving it different meaning. Like for me, my generation, we would say like, oh, that's sick. Right. And of course, if you say something is sick, like that's, you know, my grandmother would be like, oh, sick. Oh, are you OK? And right. sick to my generation. And then you mean, say, like, no, grandma, cool. it's dope. And then she's like, <laughs> right. what did you call me? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so English often takes words and, and and just gives it a new meaning, whereas Korean does exactly what Ryan said. And they, they take like, so chimak is chicken, so chit, and beer is makeju, so chi, mac. They take those first two syllables. I actually right. just learned a new one tonight. Um, my wife's cousin was up, and apparently this is already an old generation. This is from the people born in the 90s, and, and the cousin is in, born in the, the 2000s. So this is already an old slang, but it was uh, honta. Honja time. You need alone time. Honja time. Honja. Oh. And, I was, and it's just another example. Honja time. And I, there's a great example of English in Korean, actually. And now that I think about it, that's probably a, a good transition for, for moving over into to talking about Konglish at this point. And, well, wait, I, and this is something. I, oh, oh sorry. Ahead. No, no. I was going to go back to Ryan's point is that oh, yeah. I think I think the one the thing that we that is this kind of funny about it is that you're exactly right. They grab the first syllable, but they don't. Yeah. I think we gravitate towards the root, right? Like, what's the Latin root? If we're going to put two words together, we're going to kind of mix the roots. But in Korea, I, I don't think there's any, the, the, the connection well, to uh, the Latin root The perfect root example not... of a portmanteau in, in English is brunch. And that's actually the opposite because that's brunch, breakfast, the first, and then unch, it's the second half of the syllable. Of yeah, the right. We, we would never do brille which is how they would do it in, in English. Right, you know, like breakfast, right. lunch. And actually, yeah. they do do that in Korean, ajum. Ajum is brunch, and that's achim and jumshim, and that's the first and first syllable of each yeah, of those. Yeah, there you go. Well, what about like pichi? Do you know pichi? Uh, pizza, in English or Korean? Pizza and chicken. <laughs> you, you can order oh, half pichi. pizza, and, and they call it pichi. Yeah, which is uh, a whole... I know pimek. Which is so which is confusing because mechu. that's like an actual fruit, you know? Like, no, I don't yeah. want a peach. You know, No, I mean... Uh, pizza and chicken peachy. yeah peachy yeah there's there's yeah so but so actually it, it goes further as well sometimes it's not only two syllable words the only one i can think of right now is kind of a swear word <laughs> but what the hell um this, and this is again is very when i first came to korea i thought it was hilarious so i bought a slang book a korean slang book and so i started using some of these words my friends were like how do you know that word um and i'm just like it's in a book and it's hilarious because i'm a foreigner who speaks almost no korean but i know that word and the one, one of my favorite words that I, I still remember from the book, and if any Korean people are listening, this is definitely old slang. I mean, this was this book came out 15 years ago, so this is this is old slang at this point. But it was um, Yo Byungchu, which translates to Yogi. So Ya Yogi Yogi Byo is Byungshin, and Byungshin that there's the swear word that basically means like retard. Um, Yo Byungchu and Chu is Chugayo. So the way the swear works, it's yogi byongshin chugayo, yo byongchu. And it's one of my favorite slang words because it's basically saying, um, insert, let me translate it, it's insert retard here. This is literally how it translates. Insert retard here. That's what chugayo means, like plus insert. Um, and I, so, I, yeah, like. 
I, I feel a t-shirt coming on here, but uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, one of my, yeah. it's one of my favorite examples of, of a yeah. slang because it's just a weird swear word. And it's a good example of first syllable, first syllable, first syllable, all crushed together to make, to make a new word. Jun Nam Ching. Jun Ya Ching. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. yeah bef- previous ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend. Right, right. Yeah. 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 John Yo Ja. Although, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like, tons of examples. So, yeah, yeah. as you can see, and there's so many of, and there's so much English in Korean now that we'll start seeing a lot of it, like that Honja time, time right there. So, this is why my, my number one advice for anyone who's planning on spending any significant amount of time in Korea, I mean, even if you're going to be here one month, um, but, you know, six months, if you're going to be here on a one-year contract, you should absolutely spend the time to learn Hangul, learn how to read the alphabet. Because one, it's damn easy. I literally taught a friend how to read it in a day. I mean, you know, you're not reading fast. You see the word hello, and it's like, hello, hello, hello. But you can read it, right? You can say, you can read anything out. And there's so much in Korea that's English and especially food menus and things like that. When I was new to Korea, I was just learning the alphabet and I was out with a friend of mine. We were in some sushi restaurant and he's like, here, read this. I was like, California roll. California roll. California roll. Oh, California roll. Yeah. And you just immediately know words, you know, yeah, that's, because that's, uh, so that's something that's worth like reiterating twice. Like what Kevin's talking about is the utility of the written oh, language. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't know Korean language, knowing the written language, even if you're here for a quick trip, mm-hmm. um, the written language, we could have a whole episode on Hangul. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure can, we will at some point. It's yeah, a we great topic. Off on this later, but and if you're listening to this, you probably already know something about the written language because you're interested in Korea. But it's an engineered script. It's phonetic, and you can learn. You can memorize the characters and you can pretty much have it wrapped up on your flight on your way to Korea. <laughs> right. And so when you hit the ground, it's, the reason it has a utility, you're like, you're probably thinking like, hey, why the heck would I learn an alphabet for a language I can't even hear and I can't even speak? And what Kevin's trying to describe is this phenomenon where so much stuff, especially food things, mm-hmm. think that's where you're going to be. If you're traveling, you're going to be hitting restaurants and cafes. And it's a huge part of your trip, anybody's trip so much of that is English. So when you're looking at the, mm. the Korean characters, they're actually spelling out English words and you can read so them. often. It's yeah, kind so of often. Wild, actually. It is. It is wild. I, I, one of my favorite games back in the day was to try to fi- try to figure out the, uh, the Korean uh, title of the movie on OCN as you're flipping through the channels, you know, to put the title mm. of the movie. In oh Korean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what nice. movie is this? And then you're like, uh, uh in independence uh day <laughs> ah independence day you know you get it and you're, you it's, yeah. it's it's more fun than watching the the movie but yeah i mean a lot of the titles are just transliterated so much guess, right like in hangul yeah right? yeah yeah not just foods but movie titles i mean you just walk down the street and you look at signs around you and it, it's just like there's there's so much random stuff like you know I mean, even even though they have words for, there's so many words that you would be like lunchy set at Burger King, for example, or whatever. It's the lunch set of the of the meal. There's so much in English. Yeah. And, and then, in, in addition, in addition to the foodstuffs, and in addition to the thing and things, not just foodstuffs, but things that are words that are English being written in Korean. 
one of the other utilities of knowing the written script is that one thing that I guess I didn't think of when I learned how to read here was place names. So all of the mm, places of that are Korean, you're going to be using those when you're traveling, right? You're going to be using them in English. You're going to be, you know, people writing notes, text, whatever, with English characters. Well, all of that is knowable. Again, like you can learn the alphabet on your flight. And then you have that much more control of what you're doing when you're here. It's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like Agreed. like like I'll 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 give you guys an example of of uh, what can happen if you don't do this. So when I, <laughs> when I came back from my my second year, my second tour of duty in Korea, when I had come back, I basically spent the whole year uh, not learning how to read it, and just you know, I, my first year was just totally wasted. And so I came back, and uh, I was staying in an area called Daebangdong. Uh, Daebangdong is not far from our university, actually, the Seoul campus. Um, Daebang, Shingil, Yeongdungpo, it's all it's on the southeast, line. right? Yeah, it's all line number one on the south side of the Han River, but, you know, across from like, uh, it's really close to Yeongdungpo area. Um, yeah. and, uh, and I just looked at the Romanized version and I went to Itaewon mm. and then I stayed way too long. So I needed a taxi and I go, uh, uh, I go uh, to the taxi driver, take me to Daebang Station, D-A-E-B-A-N-G, Daebang. And, and they looked at me like, you know, what? what? I, I, sorry, sorry, sir. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, but it's Daebang. It's D-A-E-B-A-N-G. You know, I started getting that's, that's about it. it. And uh, somebody helped me. They were like, do you mean Daebang? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it could be. And, uh, you know, and <laughs> I, I, I eventually got there, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, Oh, I, I've heard so really many examples so of, I mean, cause I think we've even, even mentioned this once before, cause there's Shincheon, which is near Hongdae and there's mm-hmm. Shincheon, which is near Gangnam. And I, I knew so many people when I was my first year, they're like, dude, it's Shincheon with an O sound, not Shincheon. Be very careful. It's not the O oh sound because you're going to end up on the other damn side of the city. Well, that taxi ride's gonna cost you a lot it'll of money. cost you 70,000 won because I took that trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to, I <laughs> said Shincheon and they took me all the way to Shincheon. And then I looked outside and I was like, this doesn't look anything like Shincheon at all. I'm like, where am I? And the taxi driver's like, don't. Shinchon? I'm like, yeah, Shinchon. And he's like, you idiot, you know, like in his mind, he did call me an idiot. But I was like, it's okay, I'll pay. Just take me back and you know to the other place. And he took me to uh, uh Shinchon. Yeah, well there, oh, so um, there like, you go. That's, that's yeah. like a third a third utility I didn't think of. It's like another reason why you should knock out the alphabet on your flight on the way over or before you get here. Save you money. Is, yeah. Well, yeah. well, for no, like in general, like if you want to be able to even just say anything in Korean, like if somebody gives you like directions, like, hey, I want you to go to this area. If you want to be able to pronounce things correctly, that's every, anytime you're traveling to any yeah. country, you're always using, I mean, often when I'm traveling, I'm writing down the local language using uh, Roman characters. So like, I remember the first time I was going through Vietnam and Cambodia, I was writing oh, down every, they, they use Roman characters, right? But they have, they have a system that I, I didn't understand because it's a tonal language, right? So I'm just making my own type of notation. I'm inventing my own script. So even though they do use Roman script, this is totally unrelated, right? So I'm making my own. And you, you're just kind of bludgeoning your way through this and trying to remember how to say it right. Now, like Jack's mistake, it's hilarious that you got a tour of the country, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. as punishment for not yeah. knowing. 
but it's a really beyond it just being for like safety it's kind of awesome like um you know like uh when gangnam style got really famous in america you can still find people they refer to it as what it's not gangnam style in, in america they say gangnam gangnam right yeah yeah which is like it's right. absolutely wrong right and if you listen to the the freaking song you would know because it doesn't say that but it's really easy to know the right pronunciation if you know the alphabet because it's a perfectly phonetic alphabet so there's no like phonetic there's no phonetic de de definitions in korean right like in english is always a phonetic definition no no i i think that oh. uh, korea is a much more phonetic than than english ever right right, right. but like yeah. when you if you look in a korean for a korean definition of a word like yeah. an english definition of word always has a phonetic definition is a phonetic code right mm -hmm. in korean there just isn't anything right? i don't have a i don't have a korean korean dictionary i probably should have one now that i think about it that's what i meant like in a korean korean dictionary because the phonetic definition of a korean word in a korean to english dictionary will have the you know the roman phonetic code but hangul is so amazingly perfect that it practically doesn't need any phonetic definition it is well, oh, i not, see what you mean yeah right right the right. thing is the thing is almost there's a by, there's, there's su yeah. a surprising amount of exceptions to that yeah. for for words i but mean like, was, like one of the words that was added was is, is hallyu right hallyu the korean wave and that's spelled han you there's an h-a-n l-u-l-y-u and those get merged um even the word for thank you in korean right is kamsa hab but we just when you pronounce it it's four comes right so there's, but, there's there is a lot right but those those things i mean you could chalk that up to um phonemic blending so i mean we can go mm -hmm. off and talk about like you know linguistics Which is what it is but it does affect the, but, the pronunciation but phonemic blending is going to affect any language and any like it, like you can't like you can't say the word um you can say phone and you can say booth but you can't say those two words together if you put the two words together you get phone booth the N becomes an M, phone booth. I mean, it's no, it doesn't. Phone booth. Not my pronunciation. Phone, phone, booth. phone, phone, phone booth. booth with an N. Phone booth, phone yeah. booth. Yeah, you're breaking yeah. the two words. If you put it together, it becomes phone booth. No, not the way I say it. Phone booth. of your tongue. All right, well, you can look it up later. <laughs> um, right, anyway, well, because is, you're you're saying the 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 B is is bilabial, so which right? It's where your tongue is. So he's so, saying two right. different words. Ma, so yeah, 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 two yeah, words. Yeah. If you say it as one yeah. word. You, yeah. you can't say the N, it turns into an M. Right, it's right. a really common example, actually, of phonemic blending. But in all languages, you're going to have something like that. My point was that if you're here and you want to be able to use Korean or you're trying to like take notes for like a location place, like what would have saved Jack from a country tour, <laughs> if he would have had the character, look, look for real, if you could read the character, you can't I mess know. up the I know. Like, I, that's why I didn't complain. I was like, it's, I, it's, I, I deserve it. I deserve yeah. the punishment, but, but I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the conversely, like in Thailand, this happened to us too, you know, where you like, you get in a taxi and we were going back to our hotel and we're like, you know, um, take us to the, uh, Prantap, uh, hotel, you know, Prantap apartment or something like that. And, uh, the guy is like, huh? And we're like Prantap apartment. He's like, what? We go Prantap apartment. Oh, Prantap apartment. You know, it's like, <laughs> what the what the hell did I just say three times? You know what I mean? Like you just you can't you'll never you're gonna have that. I've had that you know in in when I lived in Daebang. You know I remember getting in the taxi with a friend of mine, a colleague, uh, a coworker, and I said Hamilton Hotel, and the guy I didn't know what I said. I'm like Hamilton, 
Hamilton, Itaewon Hamilton. And he's like, what? Hamilton. Then I go, Hamilton, you know, Hamilton or something. I, I said it really in a ridiculous way. And the guy goes, mm. oh, Hamilton. Okay, let's go. And so, I yeah. mean, it's just, it, it's frustrating. But I think if you, if you do learn the, 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 the Hangul pronunciation, your life will be yeah, a million times easier. You know, you yeah, at the very least, at the very least with, with Hangul, one of the, one of the great things, even beyond like the, the phonetic um, sound and everything, it's the rhythm. So like, that's a cool example Jack just made, like the, like a hotel name. Okay. So that's pretty easy. You think like, Hey, it's a hotel. It's a name. It's a name of a thing. It's an international hotel chain. Come on. How's this guy? Mm-hmm. not know this, but in Korean, you have uh, the syllables, which are separated. But what's cool about Hangul is that you can see the syllables. So that's a huge piece of auditory information. That right, because you know I should have said ham il tan, right? Ham il tan or something like that. And I was just saying Hamilton, it, it just sounded like like nonsense to the guy. Yeah, and, just uh, you know, yeah, it. it makes sense yeah. to me now. Yeah. I guess we are talking so about along with, talk next time. Along with <laughs> I don't know what along yeah. with learning the alphabet. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um yeah, this is this is going on. So, so along with learning the alphabet, there's just so many words that you'll start to hear in in korean as well or in english as well uh in in korean right and i'm sure you guys have just heard people speaking around you and you're like i I understood what they just said even though you don't actually know what they're saying um i think the best example of this for me actually it was not something that i understood but i I actually got to use this uh i I won a contest not contest kind of i was out with with my uh, uh my diving team a bunch of years ago and we were camping one night uh between diving sessions and while we're hanging out by the fire we're just you know drinking some soju and and, and chatting and almost everyone in the group of course speaks no english it's all korean but one of the members she spoke english quite quite well she'd been abroad for a while and so as happens because even though i spoke korean especially at the time my english was still far better of course and so and her english was quite good so i just you know gravitated and ended up being her and i speaking english to each other for a while just to chat and finally other people in the group they're just like okay this is bullshit we can't understand what you're saying like you can understand more or less what we're saying but we can't understand at all what you guys are talking about so so new rule they were like no more english anyone who speaks english has to drink that's that's the rule for the night and i was like and then okay. you said so okay this... right <laughs> and took a drink, and then you no, took a drink. but um yeah. what, what was what was funny about this is that there's so much English in Korean, and this is where it's weird to know if it's Konglish or if it just is part of the language at this point, that I ended up winning this game. What I mean by winning in this case was not drinking. I ended up telling them to drink all night because I'm very conscious of what words I'm speaking because my Korean was still not very good at the time. And so I know exactly what, what I'm saying. And they're just you know, just speaking normal Korean and they're throwing out random words. They're like, like I said, we were camping. And so like, oh, I'm going to go to my tent really quick. And I was like, tent, you just said tent. Like that's an English word. And they're just like, what? That's English. I was like, yeah, that's that's English. Drink. And, like, Shit. and so they would drink, you know, because there is a there is a Korean word for tent as well. And so there were so many examples of that throughout the course of the night where they were using English words that they didn't even realize were English. And I'm sure you guys have run into this, right? You've had students before, and there's like, teacher, how do you say this in in English? And they'll tell you some word, and you're like, dude, that is English. And I'm like, wait, what? Like that's 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 an English word. Yeah, it's it's deeply and it's deeply embedded. I just looked yeah. this up for the podcast because it's something that I've mentioned in a couple of uh, a couple of times in classes and lecture, and I reference Wikipedia and I say, hey, this is something I've seen on Wikipedia. I don't know. I think you've mentioned it here once or twice before as well. Actually. Yeah, the so, five five yeah. percent. So I, I yeah. looked it up just just to to quote it. 
So it says, because of such a prevalence of English in modern South Korean culture and society, lexical borrowing is inevitable. English-derived Korean Konglish is increasingly used. The vocabulary of South Korean dialect of the Korean language is roughly, um, the vocabulary of South Korean dialect of the Korean language is roughly 5% loanwords, excluding um, Chinese vocabularies. So that's pretty much mm, English. 5%, that seems a large, I think, compared yeah. to... Like from, 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 and that's probably like mostly English, I guess. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. That, that, that would be interesting to know what it was. Cause like I was saying at the beginning, I mean, this used to be, there used to be a lot of Japanese that was coming into Korean. Mm. And at this point it's, it's mostly English though. And I mean, it's definitely gonna be a large majority English, but there are some weird examples of German or French words actually in, in Korean as well, which I don't yeah, understand yeah. where those came At, from. Autobite, like part-time job is a German. Autobite. I, I don't know how to say it. And I don't know the yeah. German word, but uh, yeah, I think in German, it's like Arbeit. Ar, my, I don't speak German. Ich spreche kein Deutsch. Sorry, my German friends. Um, so yeah, Autobite is, is German. The word for a, a pub here, they say Hof. Hoffe, yeah. That's yeah. German. Um, yeah. Do you guys know, I, this is a, a one that, that threw me off. My wife, when we were traveling, she wanted to buy a music box and she, and we're speaking Korean with each other. And, and she's like, oh yeah, I want to buy that. Do you guys know the word org? Or, or, I don't know how to say it. I think it's from French and the Korean pronunciation is orgol. It's like O-R-G-O-L, I think. Have you ever heard that? So that's how you no, say music box. I don't know. That's how you uh, say music box in, in Korean. I would just but say that's not um, a Korean uh, box. <laughs> right yeah, um but, uh, no but orgo comes yeah. from french so there's there's french words in korean as well for oh, random things well here's the thing about english is that we oh, have most of it's gonna more be than ten thousand we have th tens of thousands of french words in english oh right i mean if you well, english go, if you go back to the right the nor the norman invasion of of england uh w meant the influx of just tens of thousands like all of our food words are french right we don't say yeah, yeah. we don't say like uh, we don't say cow meat we say beef which is boeuf right which is french i right? read somewhere that the the overlap the overlap of if you take the like if you have venn diagram like the total words in english and the total words in french you have a 60 percent um overlap yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. In vocabulary. Yeah. Even, really even our alphabet, like the je in vision, you know, like that, right. that's a French sound, you know? Right. And this, um, this is kind of like a wow that I, I, I get from my students when I introduce the idea and I get, get some disbelief. And so, so I pull up something on the overhead, like again, just Wikipedia, whatever, just grab a page and I flip it to French. And, you know, 99% of your students have very little exposure to French. Right. And I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to try to read this. Let's see what happens. And it's pretty funny. So these are students that are learning English, but they're actually able to grab, like they can figure out what a paragraph is about and it's yeah. in French. And it's like, okay, why is that happening? How, how are you guys figuring that out? Right. And then it gets really crazy if you try to like, you know, pronounce it to them because they can't hear any of it. Well, do you think like, do you think the dynamic, the, like the reason that Korea has absorbed uh, these English words is not just globalism, but maybe also the fact of the, like the American military presence, like uh, from, from the Korean war? I mean, do you think that's where a lot of that those words, work. you know, and, and then they're and then they're there's their very fast development and relationship with, let's say, uh, the U.S. military presence here has is what kind of brought those those words into. The I think lexicon? that's where we I think that's where we're going to get the start of it. Like, yeah, 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 I mean, Korea, like the U.S. had a lot of soldiers here. Plus, the U.S. just had a big influence by basically saving Korea in, in the war. And so. 
you know, they were always like, you know, go, go America. And so there was just so much English coming into the language. And so, I mean, we have a lot of words in Korean that there is no Korean word for, right? Like computer in Korean is computer, right? So that's just, just the English Korean word. But the word, but in, where, Thai, in Thai, it's also computer, you know, like it's the same. It, it's, it's right. But then if you yeah. look at like words, I mean, French is the perfect, is the, the classic example, but I think North Korean, they don't use the word ice cream, like Korean do is ice cream, but they have their own word for ice cream because they want to keep mm. it pure Korean. And I'm, mm. I'm, I would assume that computer might be the same. I don't speak North Korean, so I, I don't know offhand. Right. So this is where I think things get really interesting when you look at Korean and, and Konglish. And I always find it weird to, to define Konglish because I don't consider computer or the word bus, for example, in, again, in Korean, bus, mm. I don't consider that Konglish. The word for computer in Korean is computer. That's just Korean. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. And, right? and, I, and also um, this dynamic that you're oh. describing, I think when you're talking about language in general, is like you could try to control it, but it's such an organic bottom-up uh, uh, phenomenon. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's just language these things cool are just way. yeah. Language is just it's just and it shifts and it and it and it. Yeah, it's 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 language is about as steady as a river. I mean, it's just exactly changing. And the more the more you get, the more granular you get. Like I had a I had a, a Zoom meeting today with one of my students that's studying um, English Lang Lit, and uh, she's at that level of study super granular you know and she's looking for these answers for these these definitive principles of grammar and the way the way that words are derived and it's like yeah okay like i can agree with kevin like yeah bus okay that's that's definitely yeah. not a loan word i mean that's because buses etc but you know why don't we use the word car yet we use taxi but we don't we don't say car we say cha and it's like well cha is actually a wagon like pojamata you know like there's right. you know horse-drawn wagon is and why why do we get in the car but we get on the plane you know I don't see a lot of people <laughs> hanging on top of a plane, um, but you know, like uh, the whole the, the whole idea of grammar being like uh, some some sort of like codified and and uh, uh, immutable force is just nonsense. You know, right. it may be true for the Sunung, but if the community of speakers <laughs> agree that it's okay to say that, it's okay to say that. Don't worry, you're fine. You know, and I think yeah. that that we for, we get confused between grammarian English and like what is what's the population of, of speakers and and what how do they use the language and i think and so i think linguists actually have a they, they create a definition for that like so mm -hmm. when things kind of fracture like that so like if if the three of us started using um novel grammar right but we're just kind of like breaking the rules and we're breaking them in three different ways that's not a language that's not a dialect because they're all different but if we're doing it all the same way that means that we kind of developed our own dialect i think pigeon pigeon language I think uh, I'm not sure. That, pigeon is well, when you, a, a pigeon and a creole would be like two like two different languages, kind of a trading yeah. language, right? Like they're, uh, they're these yeah. two, you know, code switching. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay, what, okay. We're, right. we're, what we're talking choice. about is well, yeah. here's an example that I hear all the time is like you know that you know if you have like a, a compound noun or whatever at the end of a sentence, you say I have to say there are uh, two cars. Oh, there are many people in at the party, you know. But what do we say when we when we're talking? We say, oh, there's a lot of people at the party. There's a lot of people. There is a lot of people. That's bad grammar. But I guarantee you that most native speakers would say there's a lot. And the whole, whole reason is that they, we would say that is because it's a hell of a lot easier to say there's a lot 
than it is to say there are a lot. That's a mouthful, you know? And so it's just like water. It just, you know, it, yeah. it's, and, it's. And so let's, so bring this back to Korean as sorry, well, okay, because yeah. there's, there's so much. <laughs> I love nerding out on this crap. So I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Right in my I, I So, yeah. But there's in, in Korean, it, it, so like we were saying, I think a lot of it does come from, you know, like that influence at the beginning and that globalization, that English. And well, now it's just because so many Korean people just speak English that the words are just becoming part of, of what they use. I mean, you turn on the news in Korean and it's news. But my, my favorite example of code switching in Korean, because so many young people in Korea speak Korean. I mean, really, if you're listening, if you come to Korea, if you ever get lost on the streets, if you're in Seoul, look for a young person and odds are they will speak some general Korean or some English, sorry, to, to be able to help you out. But my favorite example of code switching was a bunch of years ago, I was on the bus going home, not really paying attention, but, you know, there's just some kids speaking behind me and suddenly one of them says to the other, Sengyu Betty Kamsa. <laughs> and I, I was like, what, what, what That's did he just great. say? Thank you. That's my favorite. I love that one. Thank you. Thank very you very Kamsa. Kamsa. And it's, yeah. it's because, because everyone in Korea, not everyone, but most, most people, and especially young people in Korea will know the word Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, they know that phrase because they've learned it since they were a kid. So thank you very much. So, so they take that. Thank you very much and add their own. Thank you in Korean. And they, and they blend those together. And, and I love that one. That's, that's my favorite, but there's so much code switching that even older people do. Um, Like in Korea, everyone, almost even old people will know the word no and O in English. Right. And so there's a lot of no words in Korean. No jam. That's not fun. You know, mm. um, no dop. That's a wrong answer. There's a new campaign for non-smoking. It's the no dom, no dambe, no, no, no mm. cigarettes campaign. Um, I mean, a bunch of years ago, we were out with my mother-in-law. We were about to do some some zip lining on one of our vacations. We went to Cambodia and she gets up to the top and we strap her in. And suddenly, and I've never heard a word of English come out of her mouth before. Suddenly she starts going, no, 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 no. Um, so even old people know the word no, right? And yeah. and that's where so much of, of Korean is just pulling these words in because young people speak the language and it's young people that really make the changes into the language as well and so the, the changes that they're making are english based and it's the and it's the i would say a lot to do with like the entertainment culture the hollywood oh you know, sure you just have a lot of experience mm. uh you're, you're 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 listening to a lot of english um I, one of my favorite uh is so getting uh, so getting, which is like ting. I guess they add the bl- to a lot blind, of stuff. blind dating. Yeah, I, I find mm. that my students will use the gerund, will overuse the gerund. You know, like I going to the store, and it's yeah, like yeah. no, 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 no. You, you know, either you go to the store or you are going to the store, but you're right. not, you're not. I going to the store is not ex- acceptable. Um, so getting is a ING cool thing. example because that's yeah. that's not even. That's a, that's a really fun one as well because it's using English grammar with Korean vocabulary, right? It's not pulling the grammar in; it's it's the the, the English grammar. What is yeah, the what for, is the what's the word? What's the so part? I I forget what that. Oh, it's it's soge soge hada soge is like, meet, right? Or introduce? Yeah, introduce. It's to, to meet okay. to introduce. Yeah. yeah, and then the ting. So it's it's it basically means introducing or meeting. You know, it's like to translate it literally. And so soge ting is, yeah, it's a blind, blind date. You're introducing someone to someone else yeah. is, is a soge ting. Um, yeah. And so that's a, this. that's a fun, yeah. fun one as well. And then, I mean, then you start getting into where they, they completely break the word. So if, 
the way I like to talk to my students is when I do like speaking tests and things, I'm like, look, you have to be careful because I understand Korean. I understand Konglish. And so when you're speaking to me, it's different. And I'm, you know, for the test, I'm grading you differently because you have to imagine that you're talking to my mom, right? My mom doesn't understand all of these crazy Korean words and, and Korean grammars that you're pulling. So like, do you guys know the word mental um, bunge, menbung in Korea? Korean, have you heard that? Menbung, you've probably heard menbung. Um, it basically means like your brain is fried. Mm. Um, and because what it means is mental. Now that word, I mean, they're using it very strangely <laughs> here, of course, but mental is an English, an English word. And then bunge is basically just like, like uh, uh, thunder or lightning. Um, and so what I tell my, my students, I'm like that word, like mental, my mom might be able, she wouldn't be able to guess what that actually means because it's half English, half Korean, but she would hear the mental and be like, oh, there's, there's English. I can, I can catch that. But then that word no longer is, that's not how Korean people say it. They say menbung, they, they do what we were doing, talking about earlier and they're putting it together. So that's an English word that's not even English anymore in Korean. Mm-hmm. I, I got another one for you, glamour. Glamour in Korean is a an adjective that means mm. voluptuous because I was teaching, mm. I teach that, you know, like glamour would be like an S line, you know, uh, large hips and, and large breasts or whatever that that kind of um, that body shape in, in a, a, a female and uh, my students. But I tried to explain to them like, no, gla- glamour is a noun. Glamorous. Or, yeah. Glamorous yeah. is an adjective. And it means like regal and, and, you know, right. like it did. And, and, and they just, but they, they've just taken this word and they just said, I'm going to change the part of speech. I'm going to change it to an adjective and I'm going to change the meaning <laughs> completely. So, and I don't care, you know? And so they just, they, they'll do that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I find, I mean, it, it doesn't bother me. It's just, I just find it kind of interesting how some of these get like you, like your exact, same example you said before is they've taken this word mm. given it a totally different meaning it's english but the connection yeah, to the original meaning not. is gone so then, you have, yeah. then you have makes you really wonder like this stat saying that um korean has five percent loan words mostly from english is it taking into account something like that probably right. not i mean i don't think that's i don't know where they how they derive that number but yeah, when you consider all of the the ways that the words are, you know, you're taking one part that's English, one part that's Korean, stripping it down and smashing it together. And it's a new thing. Like, right. is that a loan word now? Like, you know, well, or let me ask, let me ask you this question. Would like you, negation, you would know? you advise your student who's going to study in America to ask their, you know, dorm room, uh, their roommate, you know, have right. you seen my panties? You know, it's like, uh, uh, you <laughs> yeah, probably, right. So yeah, like, right. You're going to freak English that anymore. person out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, or like like the example Kevin's making, where it'd be like maybe not even intelligible, most likely not intelligible. So it's right. not an English word anymore, but that portion's mm. loaned from it. Um, yeah, or certain like you know parts of grammar being stolen, but you know modified. So I think it's a lot more. It's really popular. fascinating how yeah. much English has come in and the ways it's come in. That's where that's where I like to to think about it. Like what is what is English in the language? What's Konglish? How do you define Konglish? And what's just Korean in it? So for me, the word computer, I don't think that's Konglish. I think that's just Korean. That's just, right. I mean, it's a loan word, but it is just Korean. Um, Konglish might be uh, 
maybe even sogeting, like you, you were saying, that might be Konglish because they're bringing in that grammar. Mm-hmm. But then, then you've just got, or then you've just got proper English that's still in the words as well, like the word for news, for example, because there are words for news in Korea. You don't have to say news, but when you turn on the, the nightly news, it says, you know, nine o'clock, aupshi, news it says news in that case. And so that's where I think it's just proper English. Yeah, I, I agree. That's just my, my just borrowing that word, it, but. but the meaning is the, the meaning retains, it retains the same meaning. It's used in yeah. the same, essentially the same grammatical, you know, position in the sentence, although the syntax is different between the two languages, but it still serves the same function. But it's, I yeah. think it's when we get into, but even so getting is a weird one is, is kind of gray because you're using yeah. a, it's a Korean word. So I, 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 you know, trying to pin down the exact definition of what Konglish is exactly. Maybe Konglish exactly. is the best example of a Konglish word. Like right. Konglish, you know, like might be English with Kong, Kong, yeah, for I, English. Right. It's like Spanglish, you know, it's the same. Like I, I remember yeah. growing up learning Spanglish growing up in Arizona. Um, and yeah, it's the same thing. So for me, that's that's my definition of Korean Konglish and English in Korean, basically. That's that's how I define it. But even still, it's not a, a strict definition. There's some words where a student will be like, is this is this English Korean? I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that's Konglish anymore. I think that's just become Korean at this point. That's just, yeah. that's just the way it works. Of, have you ever heard of an effort to reform some important words? So again, still on Wikipedia, looking at this, they're saying that they're there's words that appear to be imported into Korean via Japanese, which Kevin, you were speaking about earlier, mm. right? Um, and uh, many English words introduced via Japanese pronunciation have been reformed. So like the word melon in Korean is melon, mm. and it was once called in Korean, meron. Oh, so okay. It was a single leo. And so they, they, they doubled it. So it became melon. And mm. it was Meron. Oh, Meron changed to Mel on. Okay, okay. Yeah, so the, because it was uh, considered like a mispronunciation, so it's a little closer to the English. I never heard anything like this, like an actual effort. Like I've heard of like, you know, how the Romanization system shifted. Around, right, Pusan like, P- to Busan. Like I remember when that was, yeah. being, you know, negotiated and stuff like that. Signs but... changing or having to... When I first yeah. came here, but still some of that stuff around. I, yeah, it, 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 Korea sometimes spelled with a C, C O R E A. You know, every once in That's a while French. I'll see that too. That's French. I'm. Oh, is that sure. a French thing? Oh, okay, okay. I heard, although I don't know if this is true at all. There was a, a this is before I even came to Korea. Actually, there was a Korean restaurant in my hometown, um, and and it's a small town, so not very many foreign food restaurants. But there was a Korean place, and it was called Korea House with a C. And I remember asking the owner in there, like, why, why did you spell it with a C? And he said, and I don't know how accurate this is, but he said that the K was spelled that way because of like Japan's influence. And so K comes after J in the alphabet, whereas uh, I heard people that want too. it spelled with a yeah. C. Yeah. I have no oh, idea yes. how true this okay. is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I, I heard story. that I like one that <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I'll, I'll so, tell you guys a funny. Have you, do you got any like funny stories? Because there was a bar in uh, Pyeongtaek about this is way back uh, 15 years ago, 16 years ago. And uh, the bar was called uh, Venus. I mean, I'm, the English name was Venus. 
but they hmm. the, the, <laughs> the korean spelling yeah, I, instead of using the b which would be like penis they used the p sound yeah, because, so it was it was because there's penis, no v in it was korean. penis bar yeah so you can, that's amazing it really really yeah. inverts that name it just turns <laughs> it right around right, right yeah <laughs> uh, it, it yeah i i, I yeah not sure i want to yeah uh the the thing that I, do you guys ever do this like I, I like to kind of blow my students minds by saying like we'll we'll um, count syllables in words sometimes and so hmm, I'll, I'll write the word friend and say you know like how many syllables are in this and they'll look at it and they'll say like oh friend oh three three syllables and I'm like no it's got one syllable friend you know and, and so and uh, and and so a, a lot of the like the, the English words that are in Korean are pronounced using that I, I don't know what you'd call those phonemes or those little pieces yeah. of, of of i mean I, I have an entire lesson based on this that i've shared yeah, with a bunch of people talking about haikus and stuff and my favorite example of the korean pronunciation for a word because because korean adds extra syllables um based on the way that that consonants go together in korea basically mm -hmm. but my favorite example is is the word um n-i-c-e in in english and um, and how many how many syllables is that in in english yeah uh it's it's one, it's one, one right one but yeah, one. yeah. but in korean it's it's three naisu <laughs> and and i <laughs> love that one because yeah. so i mean you'll, you'll be out like playing pool right with your buddies and you'll hear some ajashi some old dude next to you and they like make a good shot and they're like naisu and they really they really get into that third syllable and i and i love that third syllable in korean yeah. But what makes this word even better for me is my first year here in Korea, a buddy I knew, uh, is a Canadian dude, uh, he, he did like the one year tour in Korea, maybe two, and he was, he was going back to, to Canada. And he was like, okay, I'm done with Korea, but I loved it. I had a fantastic time here. I want something to, to remember my time here in Korea. Oh, my like, God. Okay, did he cool. get a tattoo that said nice? He got a tattoo on his left arm going down. Don't do nice. And and I'll never forget when he came in. He told me he went to, and this was back in the day when you know getting a tattoo. Awesome. How much did it difficult. cost to get it that lasered awesome. off uh, two years later? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember he told me when he went into the tattoo shop to get it done, which you know at the time their like tattoo shops weren't really a thing here in Korea. It was like yeah. just some random shop. And he was like, I want to get the word naisu tattoo, and the tattoo artist was like, No, you don't. <laughs> He's like, No, I didn't. Like, no, <laughs> nobody no, you wants don't. that. Yeah, <laughs> like why do you want to get the word nice? You know, it's like, yeah. but but yeah. So he has the word nice, and if if anybody knows a, a Canadian dude with the nice tattoo, tell him to tell him to email me. Hey, um, that's a nice tattoo. Yeah, I mean, I yes, guess that's it, all you can it say. Very much that. is. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is there anything else you guys want to to add to? to well, I, English? I I just have one more like kind of a funny yeah, anecdote is we it. in our coffee shop we have a, a hey cacao do you guys know what that is it's like in a it's like hey. uh, cacao's version of alexa and mm -hmm. so oh, okay okay know, yeah, so yeah. if i want to listen to like you know the beatles or something and i you know back home with the amazon one i just say like oh i want to listen to uh you know uh, penny lane by the beatles but you have no idea how many times i've gotten in just absolute <laughs> Fit, screaming fits with this stupid freaking cacao thing because it's like uh i want to listen to some christmas uh, music you know and i'm like uh 
Christmas you know like play this you know and and uh the cacao's like sorry i don't understand and and i you know yeah, we'll and uh yeah it's just hilarious to to listen oh. to me just fighting with this freaking ai that uh because my pronunciation is just so uh terrible but uh, and i guess you know. i guess that's a good example of that's a good way to bring us back to what we were talking about before we're learning the alphabet just really does help your your understanding of both spoken that helps you be understood and to understand because you understand how the syllables work and how the language works because there's so much English in the language. There really is. There's 5%, if not more. That almost, I mean, that sounds like a huge number, but it, sometimes when I'm watching TV, it almost seems low. Like sometimes it yeah. almost seems that there's more English. Yeah. But the if you don't know how to pronounce it or if you don't know what people are saying, even though they're speaking English to you, it's going to go over your head. And learning that alphabet, learning Hangul, which again, like that Brian said, I think, and it's no exaggeration, you can learn it on the plane. Not well, but you'll learn it. You'll, you'll know the gist of the language. And then once the, you do, you, it's kind least. of fun to just read the signage, you know? I mean, oh, it's really that like, was my goal when I first came you, to Korea. Yeah. You'll see English. Yeah, that's how you'll, I learned. Yeah. I just, it's I just like walked the down the street. You'll my goal start was to just see read all these English words English just popping everywhere. out at you everywhere that looked like just nonsense. And you'll you'll realize, oh, my God, this is, you know, how many what, what percent of signs do you think are written in Korean but have English are English words? I mean, maybe half a surprising amount. Yeah, I, just a ton. right? More than you would guess. Yeah. More than five percent. I'd be I'd be more than five percent. If you look at a menu in a cafe um, restaurant. Yeah, you know, it's pretty much all of it unless it's like of course korean food but then you're there to have that korean food so you know what it is like if you're looking for duck bulky you don't have to have english translation you can just read duck bulky if you're looking for you know yeah gamjatang yeah. it's gonna gamjatang you can read it <laughs> yep yeah so it's it's fascinating and if you come here you'll you'll experience so much random english and you'll be like wait did they say what i think they said and maybe maybe they did but maybe maybe it doesn't mean what you think it means, basically. So, Be, anything else to yeah. to add here? I think we hit it. I think we. Uh, right. That was awesome, Kev. Thanks, man. It's, that was awesome. It's a fascinating yeah. topic. Yeah, it's, it really, it's really cool. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks everybody for for tuning in. Do we want to tell them where where to find us? Um, yeah, you can uh, hit us up at uh, our website, which is uh, thesoulpatch.com. Uh, just remember, send us an email. Yeah. Oh, and send us an email at uh, thesoulpatch at gmail.com. Yeah, absolutely. And you can find everything on our website, thesoulpatch.com. So, uh, and uh, if you can find it in your hearts to give us a, a positive review on Apple Podcasts, that will really, uh, I don't know, help us with the, the algorithms and uh, move we'll us up forever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Awesome. Good night, Thanks, guys. guys. Yep. All right. Yeah, Good night. To pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. Gotham Gear, all my love. It's all my love. The quiet mind. It's all my love. It's all my love. The brain. It's all my love. It's all my love. Hey, Bobby. Let the bass go.